Everybody, welcome to a Tita Green podcast, the final edition of the podcast for 2019 because we're coming to you a few days after Christmas. Hopefully everybody got what they want golf-wise and hopefully those giving gifts read our newsletter for Tita Green Club members on the best gifts to give golfers and the worst gifts to give golfers. So hopefully you didn't get any of the things in the worst list. Hopefully you got the stuff on the good list. But I'm Kevin Sylvester, joined by Brian Koziel and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Uh, belated Merry Christmas, fellas. Same, Same to you, Kev. Yep. And, Merry Christmas. Uh, yep. An early Happy New Year uh, to you, too. And I'm looking forward to turning the calendar to 2020. But before we do that, let's just talk about what some of the big stories were of 2019. And frankly, I just think there was one big story, and it starts and ends with Tiger Woods, right? Yep. Winning the Masters, getting major number 15, be able to come back and do that. And then what he did for the President's Cup, uh, I, I thought was an incredible, nice uh, punctuation to the year, Brian. Yeah, and in between, he won 82 to time Sam Snead's record. So for him to be able to get that major, get back on the map, I mean, to me, I think the moment of 2019 that I'll remember is him embracing his son on the 18th green at the Masters after the final hole, getting that win, being able to get that 15th major, uh, the fact that he was able to do it, come back, f overcome all that he's had to overcome on the course, off the course, all the surgeries, all the health issues, uh, and then come together and beat the best of the world. I mean, Brooks Kepka we know, has been playing as good as anybody. He was right in that mix. Uh, Francesco Molinari was playing incredible, and he was able to overcome him along the way. And to see some of those other golfers at their best, and Tiger, frankly, at that course, outplayed him and outsmarted them. and was able to win I thought that was a really really cool moment let me add one thing Jeff there because you said something that I, I think was interesting Francesco Molinari right uh, you know rinses it on 12 and just fell apart from there and did it again on 15 didn't he yeah and and really admitted in the summer like that threw him off for the rest of the year I, I, I thought that was I mean, here was a guy who opened championship and just a couple of water balls crushed his confidence. I, I, I thought that was uh, refreshing to hear a pro golfer admit that, but also a little surprising. Well, you know, it might have been one of those shots that he was not comfortable hitting and he tried to pull it off under a pressure situation and was unable to do it. You know, and, and for Tiger to fight all the way back to be top 10 in the world, top five in the world, I mean, he'd been written off, I don't know how many times, you know, is he gonna come back? Will he even play again? And he still is the number one draw in golf, and it was a great year for that. Just so much fun to watch, and fun to watch him change as a person. He's gotten older, he's more mature. You know, he looks like he's having fun on the golf course now instead of that Hogan-esque stare when he's walking down the fairways. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's great to have him back. Yeah. I mean, he is—he still is the straw that stirs the drink. But golf is good now. I mean, you look at Tiger. You got Justin Thomas. You got Francisco. You got. Brooks Kepka, you got so much talent, it's so deep, and, and Tiger created these golfers, and now he's competing against them. I love that you're seeing a lot more personality from Tiger, from even Phil Mickelson too. We know now on social media, he's a star in the golf world. But those two guys who were the one and two, that it was almost as if, if one of them weren't in a golf event, it got almost no attention for the whole you know decade or plus but now you said they've created this whole set of golfers. They've created golfers having more personality, having a little more fun. Not only is it fun to see Tiger and Phil interact with that group that's 15 to 20 years younger, um, but now all these guys are, are a lot more fun to be around. And, and I think watching Justin Thomas is super fun. Uh, watching Brooks Kepka in his own way, a different personality, a different style of golf, a lot of fun to play with. 
and to see all them interact with each other and watching Tiger compete with them now. They all watched him growing up, but they never got to compete to Tiger when he was on his A game. And now that's coming to fruition too. Tiger's to on that. his A game. Now, would you say the second biggest story was Brooks Kepka, or would you say it was the rules for 2019? The rules changes and all the, the breaches and the, the weird situations that seemed to occur this year. I felt like every week we had some kind of funky rules decision or violation or... I would say yes. I, I think the rules would be the number two story from 2019 because they did, you know, we had we had the change in rules, right? The simplification of the rules, yet we had all these complicated rulings in professional golf. Changes midstream in the rules. Yes. You know, trying to mollify or change the rule because it didn't work the way they intended it. And, that- and just all these bizarre things, right? And, and one that I witnessed in person was at uh, the Northern Trust at Liberty National, Rory McIlroy in the bunker on their signature hole, the 14th, the par three, and he thought he picked, he's picking up a pebble, because you can move, again, you can loose move impediment. loose impediment, right? And it, it disintegrates in his hand. So it's not it a loose impediment. Like a pen. What? Yeah, so he gets penalized two strokes, and then afterwards, they said, uh, no, we're gonna rescind the, the penalty on it. Like, just all these things that were just um, uh, interesting and bizarre, uh, that occurred, and, and by the way, we should mention we're in a golf dome right now. That's why there's some a lot of ambient golf noise. We thought it was appropriate. Yeah. And then Patrick Reed at the end of the year. Obviously. Patrick Reed, yeah, doing that what was... he did, and then, and then his explanation of it all. You know how he kind of almost was in defiance about it, and the crowd got on him in Australia at the Presidents Cup. I mean, that was very interesting itself. The beginning of the year, to me, I felt like when we were doing our show early on, and even just the first three, four months of the season it was all about. Guys leaving the flag in, if you remember that. Yeah, and correct. Where'd Adam, that go? Adam That's Scott, away. Bryson DeChambeau, those were the kind of the headliners of guys that were going to keep it in. That really went away. We were wondering, would it be a huge advantage? It seems as though that's kind of quieted down. On the longer putts, it seems as though people are still using it. And I'll say personally, I enjoyed playing golf this year with that rule. Um, it, it, for me playing, especially when I was playing by myself, when I'd have a really long putt, I wouldn't have to walk over and take it out. I still visually, to me, if it was a putt that I deemed to be like a makeable putt, like 25 feet and in, you know, like ones that I'm thinking, I'm gonna, I can make this, I still pulled it. And I know that there was some I think the data supports you now. I think yeah. the data, there was some old data out there and everybody thought we're gonna keep the pins in and, and as they've, you know, the new rules have come in and they get new fresh data, I think you see the players uh, My, realizing, yeah. just like you do, you may keep it in for a visual aid, but you want it out when you're, uh, when you're three, four feet away. Yeah, I, to me, it became a, it became a feel thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, man, just visually, do I like it in there or do I not like it in there, right? So yeah. uh, if, I, if I felt like I, I really had a chance to make the putt, I pulled it. Yeah. It felt like, boy, I'm not sure on this putt, I kept it in. Uh, just to get it get it close, and I, yeah, I think everybody thought that was going to be the story, and it was early on, and then it just became like ah, uh, whatever, right? Yeah. Like uh, the the other things certainly have come into play there, you know. And, and as far as a, a third storyline uh, on the PGA Tour professional golf ranks, I, I thought Rory McIlroy's season uh, really deserves recognition. To win three times, to win the Players' Championship, the Tour Championship, but his ball striking numbers, his driving accuracy, his putting, everybody says he can't putt. I'm sorry, the kid can putt. Uh, he's not a kid anymore, but 
I, I, I really believe he deserved the player of the year honors. There's that controversy with Kepka. Kepka called it not a rivalry. We'll see if that carries over to 2020. Um, locally. Kepka's line, yeah. by the way, yeah. great. He said, I don't, yeah, well, it's not a rivalry. We didn't compete in any majors against each other. <laughs> in other words, I, I was at the top and he wasn't. Like, I like a little jam. Right. It was, it, yeah. yeah. And it, that's it, what makes Kepka fun. Yeah. Correct. Yes. I mean, let's face it. He had it. some good quotes all year where yes. he would kind of just say what he thought, and it was out of the realm of what golfers normally say. The question's relevant because they were paired in the final group for the Tour Championship, and actually the World Golf Championship in, in Memphis ahead of time. Kepka won Memphis, Rory won the Tour Championship. So th they were head-to-head -head in those situations. So that bears watching as we move on to 2020. Um, locally, uh, in western New York, I, I think uh, the stories of 2019, the weather was certainly a story for us because our spring sucked. Again, right? Again, yeah. it seems to be a pattern. Uh, last two years, it's been very poor. Right. Um, and the fall didn't, it wasn't that, uh, October was not great. No, it wasn't as bad as the previous year um, where we had a very bad spring and a very bad fall. A little better fall this year. Got a few more rounds in um, this year than we would have in 2018. But yeah, the our springs seem to be getting longer and colder and wetter in western New York, I feel like. Yeah. And locally too, I think I'll definitely remember the highlight of being at the at Oak Hill for senior the senior PGA championship week and festivities and all the other events that were surrounding that. I mean, we know it's the crown jewel course here in western New York and the West New York PGA did such a wonderful job hosting that event and uh, to be involved not only doing our show there but some of the other events in, involved um, with some of the junior tour with some of the junior kids doing things and watching Western New York come together to set what was a record crowds in yeah. some of those rounds. I mean, not a surprise again. Um, so looking, it's one of the smallest markets the PGA Championship goes to, if not the smallest, and they're going back in 2023. Uh, so it's not the senior, the yeah, the, the regular, the, the, yeah, the, the big PGA, the, yes. the regular PGA Championship. So it's a, uh, and that's with the new the new calendar. I thought was a bit of a a bit of a story this year too. Sure. And I thought it worked yeah. out pretty well. I was, I was happy with it, and yes. it creates golf. And it, you know, I like that it kind of ends at the before the NFL season starts. The uh, the other thing uh, to mention on a local front was the announcement of uh, a complex Encore Encore Golf is uh, building is Connect Four, the big Connect Four here in the world. Golf is going on behind us. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Encore Golf announcing their facility, and it'll be interesting to see when that's completed. But mm -hmm. people are excited about. The facility that they're going to build, the indoor golf facility down on the waterfront there. I say indoor; it's going to be open air. Mm -hmm. uh, but Encore announcing that big project, so and kudos a, to them. And that's you know, Top Golf's been such a popular thing around the nation, growing, and it's a it's a wonderful introduction into golf. And that's kind of a, a little different brand, a little different variation, but it should be great for West New York. All right, let's look ahead here to 2020. Brian, what are, what are, uh, what's the storyline you're looking for? on the PGA Tour in 2020. Well, on the PGA Tour, I think it just will pick up right where we left off with 2019 is can Tiger continue his run here? You know, will, how often will he play? I'm sure that'll be dissected quite a bit. Events that he plays in again will be must-see television. And then, you know, I would think he has to be the favorite going into the Masters coming in in April to try to defend his title. Uh, also, again, I think going, this is a Ryder Cup year. So a little bit more focus in on that too. Some of the other fringe players, the, the story of 2019 again was, wow, did Jordan Spieth fall off? Well, is Ricky Fowler ever going to step up and win a major? Like there's some of these other secondary storylines, those will come in back into play again, and um, I'll be watching for those too. Yeah, I'm interested to see Brooks Kepka. You know, he was to me, he was 
an amazing player last year. He showed up for the majors. Uh, he wasn't able to play in the President's Cup because of injury. Can he come back? Now Tiger's playing good. Justin Thompson. Everybody's playing good. Is he going to still be able to stand out? I still think you're right. I think 29 or 2020 story is going to be what's Tiger going to be like this year. It's going to be fun to watch. All right. I, I think uh, Phil Mickelson is going to be interesting here in 2020. Reshaped his body, right? Shrunk. I mean, we knew Phil with his calves, but mm-hmm. now he has abs. Um, and he did, he did it for a reason. He wants to make the Ryder Cup team. He obviously saw a deficiency in his game and changed his body to be in better shape. Uh, he's in the best shape of his life uh, right now. Um, so I'll be interested to see if that translates to victory again for Phil Mickelson and if he can play his way onto the Ryder Cup team. You know, the U.S. Open, I, I, I think that's gone for Phil, mm-hmm. uh, frankly, but Ryder Cup team, I mean, that's a goal of his, and we're talking about one of the greatest ever. So let's see if he can uh, achieve that. And then I'll add Brooks Kepka returning from knee injury. Right. Uh, you know, let's not, he had his knee scoped. And, you know, did not play in the President's Cup. So let's see what he can do. And his buddy Dustin Johnson, right? I mean, really, he's on the President's Cup, but where was Dustin Johnson in 2019? He won. He always wins at least one tournament. But uh, I think there's more out of DJ to come here in 2020. And I think, um, you know, Phil Mickelson, he tends to start off hot. The West Coast is when he's done it, you know, and, and maybe it was a fitness issue. Maybe that's why by the end of the year he's bedraggled, he's a little tired, maybe he doesn't play as well. So maybe this fitness will help him maintain through the year. I think it's going to be tough for him to make that Ryder Cup team. There's so many good players. He is, he did have a down year, Phil. He didn't have, you know, he had a couple good events in the spring. And after that, he, he, dis- he did, right. but then he disappeared in the summer. You didn't right. see Phil anywhere. I mean, he'd shoot an occasional 63, but he'd never uh, he'd never have a, a complete tournament. So I, I think it's going to be very difficult. And Ryder Cup years always just add that little bit extra to the golf season because you, you really, really want to make that team. It's a new venue for the PGA Championship that people haven't seen in a while. TPC Harding Park is going to host that. So we'll have some primetime golf, which we always like for that in May. The U.S. Open this year is at Wingfoot. That's drivable for all of us here in Western New York if you want to go. It's just north of New York City. And then the Royal St. George's hosts the Open Championship. And Olympics for the golf calendar this That's year, right. too. That's right. So yes. you got Ryder Cup and Olympics. So there's going to be a lot jammed in. We don't, you know, the Players' Championships in March. We talked about how those majors go bing, 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 one month each. Well, then in August, you've got the Olympics then the playoffs, then the Ryder Cup. So there's, it's going to be a jammed 2020 calendar. Yeah, that certainly is. I you know, forgot about the Olympics. Tiger. Can Tiger make the Olympic team? Tiger wants to make the Olympic right. team. They're playing in Japan. He just won in Japan. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Tiger Woods can make the Olympic team. I have a feeling he will. Like, sets a goal for himself. Uh, that'll be interesting to see if Tiger Woods is able to do that. You know, here on the, lo- the, the local front, uh, TD Green radio show uh, returns in March. On WGR, we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to uh, uh, some uh, announcements. So just say that. Stay tuned for some announcements in 2020 for some things we're going to do with uh, TD Green. So I'm, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag on what we're doing. That's right. It's called a tease in the radio business. Yes, it is. Yes. A big tease. Even a tease on a podcast. Yeah. Our Duster Putting Challenge event will be back to support the PGA Reach Foundation. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's a great. We're going to have a lot more good items coming up with our show, so looking yeah, if forward you're, to that. Yeah, if you're engaged in golf, you're going to want to listen. It's going to we're going to have a great year. I'm looking and listen, to if it. you want to get your game going in 2020, the best it's ever been. Make sure you contact Jeff. Yep. You're going to be about your hard. cell phone right now. Yeah, that's right. Maybe not just yet. Now listen, tdgreen.golf. Uh, that's going to be the place to go. tdgreen.golf. 
is our website, and there you'll see information. Join the TD Green Club. That is free. T, the number two. T, the number two. That's right. T, two, the number two, green. T, two, green. And that's dot golf. Join our club. We give away a lot of great stuff uh, throughout the year, and we're going to do that again in 2020. Looking forward to some... Uh, you know, I'll say on par giveaways. I say bigger and better, but we give away some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, last year in 2019, we're going to do the same thing in 2020. Just keeps growing. All right. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check out tdgreen.golf for Jeff Medis, Brian Koziel. I'm Kevin Sylvester, and we'll talk a lot of golf with you in 2020.